I'm Brent Musburger. This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNF's Kinston. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. Today is Friday, December the 1st in the year of the Lord 2023. This is Hour 2 of Episode 980 of the show. It's our fourth anniversary show. Technically, as we said throughout the first hour uh, tomorrow, Saturday, December the 2nd, is our four-year anniversary, but uh, <clears throat> I'm not going to do a show tomorrow. So today is our fourth-year anniversary. Uh, man, we had a fun first hour. Had Linda Whittington on, our executive producer. She helped uh, helped us celebrate, and then we had Paul Whittington on uh, to talk a lot of NASCAR. We did a little bit of Hurricanes talk there at the end, but we actually put the wrap on the 2023 NASCAR season with them having their award ceremony last night in Nashville, Tennessee. So uh, it was fun. A lot of fun there in the first hour, celebrating and talking to Paul and Linda. Uh, This second hour, man, is going to be so much fun. Coming up here in just a few moments, in fact, it's going to be TGIF with IP. Uh, Isaac Parson, uh, former Kinston uh, starting point guard and current Winston-Salem State starting point guard, uh, leading scorer for the Rams. Uh, we were, we didn't get a chance to talk to him last week, so we got two weeks of stuff to catch up with, with him. And then, uh, about, uh, about 15 minutes or so from right now, uh, where we will have the head basketball coach of those Kinston Vikings, Perry Tindall will be joining us here, uh, to help preview tonight's home opener for his Vikings as they take on Greenville Rose. Uh, we're going to talk to him about, uh, the, uh, good guys versus cancer, uh, that'll be taking place tomorrow out at the Outer Banks. Uh, that game is at 9 o'clock tomorrow night or scheduled for 9 o'clock tomorrow night against uh, First Flight. So uh, a lot of stuff to talk about with with both of them, with both IP and with uh, PT. Hey, that rhymes. Hey, uh, before we get IP up here on the line with us, how about this? Let's talk a little. Let's tell you about uh, Spence Automotive. It's where I get my car service. It's absolutely positively where you should go to located at 603 Plaza Boulevard in the old Firestone building next to the Piggly Wiggly and Big Lot. Spence Automotive is owned by local sports riding legend Keith Spence. It's open Monday through Saturday at 7 30 a.m. Spence Automotive takes care of all your car care needs and also sells great tires too. Give Keith a call at Spence Automotive at 252 Six eight six fifty eleven. The next time you need your car service, when you need please leave your message for two five two. Oh, got a voicemail there for Isaac Parson. So uh, we will uh, try him back here in a moment. But back to Ken, uh, Spence Automotive. Give Keith a call at Spence Automotive at two five two six eight six fifty eleven. The next time you need your car service, when you need new tires, and tell him the Brian Hanks Show sent you. Also, want to thank Woodman Life. I've had my life insurance. I tell you what, let me uh, let's let's get the boys in here and get them to help me out with a couple of these ads here. I got to tell you, I've had my life insurance with Woman Life for more than ten years, and I absolutely could not be happier with it. I know if something bad happens to me, those I care for are going to be very well taken care of. The beauty of Woman Life, though, isn't just the peace of mind that I have with it, but that it's an organization that truly cares for our community, as evidenced by its donations of American flags to every group, organization, church or government agency that needs one right here in eastern North Carolina. Thank you so much to Danny Rice, Jared Edwards, and Woodman Life for sponsoring the Brian Hanks Show. If you need a good life insurance quote or even financial advice, call Jared at 252-361-2414 or visit him at 1136 Highway 258 North in Kenston. It's right beside Highland Furniture across from Cell Auto Mall. 
For more than 60 years, Davis Wholesale Tire has been going the extra mile for you. Thank you to Davis Wholesale Tire for sponsoring the Brian Hanks Show, Friday Night Football here on The Bull, and our weekly basketball broadcast right here on 960 The Bull and 960TheBull.com. Stop by and see the experts at Davis Wholesale Tire on Highway 70 in Kinston for your next set of new or used tires. Preparation, persistence, sense of purpose. Qualities that lead to victories on the field of play and qualities that create winners in the classrooms of Lenore County Public Schools. We pursue excellence. In 14 different varsity sports and scores of academic and technical programs, we rise to the test. We are Team LCPS. John Dawson, let me tell you about Downey's Protection Systems. Preach it, brother. There you go. Downey's Protection Systems of Kinston. They've been servicing eastern North Carolina for more than 30 years. I got to tell you, John, I judge a house or a home here in Kinston or Lenore County if I don't see that little depth sign in the front yard of their house. You break in. <laughs> that's, that's it exactly. Listen, Depths specializes in residential and commercial installation and service of security systems, fire alarm systems, camera systems, and access control. For more information for a consultation, please visit depthsnet.com. That's D-E-P-S-Net.com. And this is the truth. You tell them, John Dawson. That's right. Before I even turned on the power at my house, what was the first call I made? Depths. That's it. I call Downey's Protection System. So if you want your house protected as well as mine is protected, call Tom Vermillion and the folks over at Downey's Protection Systems. Arendelle Parrot Academy is the largest independent, non-sectarian college prep school in the region. Located on a beautiful 80-acre campus in Kinston, Parrot draws students from all over eastern North Carolina, including Kinston, Greenville, Snow Hill, Newburn, Wilson, Goldsboro, Trenton, Maysville, Jacksonville, and maybe Hookerton. Parrot Academy remains steadfast in its purpose of providing the best possible instruction and learning environment for its students. Arendal Parrot Academy students receive acceptances from colleges and universities across the country and around the world. Give them a call at 252-522-4222 or visit their beautiful campus at 1901 Dobbs Farm Road in Kinston. And uh, welcome back uh, to the Brian Hanks Show. Having a little bit of a technical difficulty here, uh, getting up with Isaac uh, for our regular uh, NIL TGIF with IP. Boy, that's a lot of initials. Visit. Uh, hopefully, we'll get up with him here in a little bit. We do still have Perry Tyndall coming up here in a little bit, too, uh, for uh, our season preview with him and to talk about all that. I'll tell you what, why don't we take a look at, uh, we'll, we'll do a little bit of our first hour stuff here, our hometown hero update. Uh, Brandon Ingram and the uh, New Orleans Pelicans, they are 10 and 9 right now. They are at home today versus San Antonio. That game is at 8 o'clock, and then they are at Chicago Saturday at 8. And then they will be off until Monday when they will uh, travel to Sacramento for the quarterfinals of the NBA in-season tournament. That is going to be a lot of fun. I, and I think they've got a really good chance. Like I said, they're in the quarterfinals. They're in the semis of the Western Conference. And uh, a very good chance of uh, the winner of that game will uh, be taking on uh, the uh, the winner of the Phoenix Suns-LA Lakers game later on in the week. That'll be a lot of fun. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, other, uh, Reggie Bullock Jr. and the uh, Houston Rockets, they are 8-7. and seven. They are at the Lakers on Saturday at 10.30. Then they are off until uh, December 11th after that. They did not make it to the uh, end-season tournament. Uh, Damian Dunn in Houston, they are 7-0. and uh, They play tonight at Xavier. That game will be at 6.30. 
on uh, FS1. Dontrez Styles and the Georgetown Hoyas, they are 5-2. and two. They are home versus TCU Saturday at 5.30. That'll be on FS1. Jerry Stackhouse and Vanderbilt, 3-4 and four overall. They are uh, they host uh, Alabama A&M on Saturday. And then uh, the gentleman we're getting ready to talk to right now, Isaac Parson, along with his teammates Jeremy Dixon and Amaji Dodd of Winston-Salem State University. They are 5-3 and three overall. They next play at Bluefield State University. Uh, that'll be in uh, Bluefield, West Virginia on Thursday, December the 7th. Uh, and joining us right now on our Spence Automotive guest line, the, the aforementioned Isaac Parsons. It's been a couple of weeks. It's TGIF with IP here on the Brian Hanks Show. How are you doing this morning, dude? Oh, i tell you what. Hold on one second. Uh, let me patch you through to our board here. Let's try that again. How are you doing this morning, IP? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? I am doing really good. Doing really good. Not as good as you, though, man. I mean, i tell you what. You talk about uh, putting a little stretch together, and I hate that you lost that game in, uh, at uh, Lincoln Memorial University on uh, Wednesday, but you talk about a, a stat line. We talked about this here on the show yesterday, IP. This is a stat line. You play all 40 minutes, okay? You are four from six from the three-point line, 20 points, eight rebounds, six assists, uh four steals in that game that is a stat line young man yes, sir. just uh, the, the, secret, the secret to your success i mean why again i hate that you came up a little bit short in the game but uh to play all 40 minutes and to have the performance that you did what do you attribute that to um just just going as hard as i did in the summer um still continue to work um, through the little uh, rough period I had, um, trying to figure out um, what can I do to help my team win and to uh, make the right read when the teams are focused on me and trying to uh, double it. Well, like I said, it's just it's been a magical uh, couple of weeks for you guys. Again, I hate that you guys ended up uh, losing that uh, 75 to 70, but. Since the last time we talked, you guys won the Harlem Renaissance Classic in uh, New York against Bloomfield College, a 65-50 to victory in that game. Uh, just uh, your your thoughts uh, from that and from playing in New York City. Um, it was a great experience uh, as we got to play in the Gauchos. Um, it was a very well-known gym. Um, it was a very good experience. I feel like it was a good, a good win for us, a good team effort. And it showed us a lot of things about ourselves that um, we could go with more for. The the neat thing about uh, you guys being the defending CIAA champs, uh, not only what's coming up in February when you're going to go to Indianapolis in the uh, for the All Star Weekend and all that, but I mean it does open up a lot of opportunities for it has opened up a lot of opportunities for you and the Rams, especially. That the the Harlem Renaissance Classic uh, type game, doesn't it? Uh, yes, sir. Um, things like uh, opportunities like this don't come around. Mary Austin, um, being that we're a D2 school and we're HBCU, so every time we get those type of opportunities, I just tell myself and the team that uh, we need to take advantage of the opportunities that uh, we, we're getting. 
Again, you're listening to TGIF with IP here on the Brian Hanks Show. Uh, we've got Isaac Parson on from uh, former Kinston star, current uh, CIAA star over at Winston-Salem State. Another development that's happened over the past few uh, past few games, I guess the last three games at the very least, is not just you starting, which obviously you're going to, your preseason CIAA, all CIAA. Uh, we knew Amaji coming in. Uh, yeah, he's now starting with you. And on top of that, too, Jeremy's starting with you. That's got it, it's it's already unique enough and a, and a very neat situation there, IP, that you have them on the team with you. But to have them in the starting lineup with you, too, that's got to be a little more special, too, isn't it? Uh, yes, sir. I'll, I'll, as a lot of people I've got, um, the chemistry is real. And we know how we want to play, and we know uh, the right way to play. What is it like to you to be able to to be bringing the ball up to court? And you know, you look at you know as the point guard of the team, and you look up, and there's a Maji down in the post. You've got Jeremy. I bet he's floating around a three point line, you know, wanting to line up and uh, you know do his uh, you know do his strength and hit a three pointer. That's got to what what does it mean to you to be able to do that and, and see guys that essentially that you grew up with, especially with Jeremy, and then even a guy that you played against in Amaji? Uh, you know, it's, it's surreal. Um, I said the same thing when uh, Jeremy was saying that he's committed to Winston State. Um, it's crazy because you know he worked out with me when he was younger. Every day going to the women's to the gym, and we literally just got done working out. Uh, as we speak, so you know it's very surreal. And then Amaji, you know, I always wanted to play with him. I was trying to recruit him three years ago to come to Winston, but now he's here. So good things ahead for us. Oh, I love it! I absolutely love it. Let's. Uh, you know what? I, I'm not sure we did this, but if we have, I don't mind doing it again. Give me scouting reports on them, and that's one of the things. Listen, we all know you come from a long line of great coaches. Your grandfather is a, uh, a North Carolina High School Athletic Association Hall of Famer. And I don't know if folks around here really know that, but just a great coach uh, in the Reedsville area. And then your dad, a former coach at LCC, uh, and now currently uh, the, the lead assistant to uh, Perry Tindall over at, uh, at Kenston High School. We all know, listen, I mean, you can say what you want to. I know you're going to school for accounting and all this. Listen, we know that uh, Isaac Parson is one day going to be on a sideline somewhere coaching at a very, very high level. So having said that, give me a scouting report on uh, – first, uh, give me a good scouting report on Amaji. Give me a good scouting report on Jeremy. Okay, uh, scouting report on Amaji. Um, he's very good in the pick and roll. Um if you just ISO by itself, you might as well call it wraps because uh, it's a bucket uh, in the paint. Um, he will um, get putbacks, maybe a putback dunk. A uh, very good drop-off guy. Um, uh, very good in move on the baseline. Defensively, um, he's a rim protector. Uh, he manages very well. And... Uh, he can block shots and transition in the half court. That that uh, is, no, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, I interrupt you. Uh Jeremy, um very good pick and pop guy in transition. Um great catch and shoot player. Um has a nice one dribble pull up at the uh pump base. 
Um, and if he has a mismatch in the paint, like there's a little guy on him, then um, he's strong enough and knows how to get to the spot and get a little hook shot in. Defensively, uh, Jeremy's very long. He can be playing like a seven five. Um, he's not very quick, but his length makes up for it. So he's able to block shots uh, during the contested um, shot, and he's able to do a great uh, rebounding. Like I said, man, perfect, perfect uh, recruit or uh, uh, reports there on your teammates. Tell me about Jalen Austin too. I know he had the big game against uh, Bloomfield up in New York, uh, where he had the thirty-one points and twelve rebounds. Uh, and again, have I haven't seen him yet? A pretty, pretty strong player, isn't he? Uh, yes, sir. Shoot, that man, he be living every day. With the rain, sleet, snow. After we just won, after we just lost. That voice you listen to it again. IP, it's Isaac Parson here on the Brian Hanks Show. TGIF with IP every Friday here on the show. Uh, One game between now and when we talk to you next Friday, it's going to be you're going back to West Virginia again. You'll be taking on Bluefield State University. It'll be a CIAA game. In fact, if I'm, it is. It's your first CIAA game of the season. Tell me a little bit about Bluefield State. Give us the scouting report on them, IP. Um, right now I don't really know, but I know they have a guard. He, I think his last name is Ken. Uh, so we're probably um, keying on him, but we haven't really got a scout report yet. We probably will get it today. Okay. Well, very good. Well, how important though is it? I mean, especially being the defending CIAA uh, champions, uh, how important is it to you? How important is it going to be to your Rams to uh, get off on the right foot? And even though it is a road game, to uh, get a win on the road in, in league play? Um, I feel like it's a very important game. Uh, just the fact that it's one of our uh, second CIAA games, being that we play with Jimmy first. Um, typically on the road, uh, we tend to not do very well, so we're going to try it out and come out and have a, a good start um, to the game. So we've got to follow the scout. There you go. Now, I know you played Virginia Union, uh, but in the Chris Paul HBCU Classic, but I don't think it counts in the standings, though, does it? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You're right. That, you had played them, but I don't think it counts in the standings. Well, but while we let you go here, uh, we're getting ready to pull uh, Perry Tindall up here on the line with us. What kind of message do you have for him? What kind of message do you have for him and the Vikings? Going into the uh, in, into their first home game of the season tonight. Uh, just keep doing what they're doing. Uh, I've been watching every step of the way. Um, they look real good. They uh, I feel like they need to keep on um, doing the little folklore press thing. You know, we've been doing that since I was there, and I feel like uh, it's gonna work really well for them. Uh, just continue to play as a team, and it ain't no ceiling to what they can do this season. That's awesome, and they've, I don't know if you know or not, they've got a parson on that team, too. <laughs> yes, sir, I know. <laughs> Very good. Listen, uh, IP, thank you so much. Uh, like I said, it's, it's good to talk to you. It's been a couple of weeks, and uh, good luck in uh, West Virginia uh, against Bluefield State, and we will talk to you next Friday here on uh, the Brian Hanks Show. Yes, sir. There you go. That's IP Isaac Parson. 
here on uh, the show. Uh, again, listen, if you would like to sponsor the uh, TGIF with IP, hit me up, hit Jason Bryan up. We would love to uh, have you be a part of this. And, uh, and again, uh, a lot of fun talking to him every week uh, as uh, he is in Winston-Salem playing for the Winston-Salem State Rams. And uh, let's just uh, quickly pivot over right now. Joining us on our Spence Automotive guest line, uh, one of the great ones. Uh, he's won three state championships at Kinston High School. He uh, has an 82% winning percentage and is uh, one of the all-time greats in the state of North Carolina. We are lucky to have him, blessed to have him here on the line with us right now. It's Perry Tyndall from uh, Kenston High School. I got to tell you, Coach, we have now, believe it or not, we've now talked. I guess you could say we saved the best for last. We've talked to every uh, boys and girls coach in Lenore County. Uh, and uh, like I said, we, we, we've saved the best for last. How are you doing this morning, my friend? I'm all right. And I, I definitely wouldn't say it's the best, <clears throat> the best for last. Uh, I, there's, there's, you know, Brian, I, I just have so much respect for so many coaches around here and just uh, the time and effort they put into it man like it we were just talking this morning about just high school coaches are unique uh it doesn't matter what the sport is because you don't from year to year you don't know really what you're gonna have you gotta adapt you gotta do things and so you know what i just uh say thanks to all the coaches out there um that you've already been able to talk to for just pouring in and all they're doing for kids and in, in sports right now well, again, so honored to have you here on the line. And I didn't expect anything less from you, Coach Tindall. I'm serious. Uh, did I mention, too, one of the most humble, too, but we'll just we'll leave it at that. Listen, uh, one and one so far this season. Uh, a tough loss up in Northern Nash to open the year, a 69-39 to 39 win against Green Central uh, this past Tuesday. The opening home game of the season tonight uh, as you take on Greenville Rose, let me ask you this through, uh, all the practices that you guys have had the first two games of the season that you've had coach Tindall, what, what have you found out about your team to this point, sir? Um, well, you know, Brian, we're, we're not the biggest team this year. Um, and I think that we're still trying to kind of understand that we have to take, uh, some, um, some, what you could maybe say is a weakness and, and just really kind of turn it into more of a strength force and understanding what that looks like. Um, I, I love that when we get to, when we kind of get the, the engine cranked up, it, you know, we, we've, we've done some really good things. Um, it's just the attention to detail for us has got to continue to get better. Um, and, and just, you know, really, really important aspects. You know, I thought the other night at Green, uh, it took us a little while. We, we just kind of messed up a little bit of, uh, you know, game plan, you know, the scout report and really what we wanted to do right out of the gate. We <laughs> just didn't execute initially the way we want to. And, you know, I mean, sometimes you get away with it. And then sometimes, if, you know, big games, you just, you can't, you can't, you can't mess up little details because the details can, can provide big results and you don't want to, you know, you don't want to lose. You only have 32 minutes every night. And so you don't want to lose four minutes to not being locked in to what you want to do. And so they're a fun group, man. They're a lot of fun. They've energized me. Um, and 
they've just uh, been a lot of fun to coach and, and they've really uh, kind of buy in. And um, I think that we're going to, this group, as with any team, of course, but we're just going to continue to get better and better and better. And, and, and uh, you know, just uh, they, they get after it. Well, you know this as well as I do. And, and you and I have talked about this off the record before, probably on the record here with stuff I've written or here on the show, but there's so many expectations on when you wear a Kinston on your chest, I don't have to tell you that coach. I mean, having you having played there now coach there, one state championships and all that, you know, the expectations are, are always out there for this team. And how do you think this, this, this edition, the 23, 24 edition of the Kinston Vikings are, are, are dealing with those expectations to this point? How well do you think they will to this, uh, for this season coach? I think that, you know, it's unique because we we got a pretty young team and I've got four good seniors who've been around and, you know, the twins came to us when they moved here last year. So, you know, like not everybody really fully understands really what you were just talking about. And I think that that's something that we always, every year, it's something that's, that's preached is, look, it doesn't. Nobody cares, you know, whether we're one and one or whether we're five and oh or whether, you know, nobody cares. They care that they're playing Kempston. And um, I think that, you know, it kind of goes hand in hand with what I was just saying, too, is you've got to be ready as soon as that ball gets thrown up because you're going to get everybody's best, regardless of where you're at in your season, regardless of what your team looks like. People want to say, because they're not going to care about, what your record was 10 years when they're at the family reunion, all they want to say is, Hey, we beat Kempston. Um, you know, I beat Kempston my, you know, whatever, you know, that's, that's what everybody wants to say. And so you're going to get the best. And that's from just the creation of all the great players who have come here and what, you know, what they've created in Kempston basketball and the tradition it is. It's so funny that you bring that up because as soon as you said that, the first person, a mutual a good friend of both of ours, uh, Wells Golich, that's one of the things he talked about when he was in high school, when he was at Richmond County, was uh, one, of, one of the wins he talks about the most was beating Jerry in uh, Kenston High School. And you are absolutely right. I, I guarantee you those kids over at North Lenore from last year that played on that team, that that is a high – I'm not saying anything out of order <laughs> I'm not saying anything out of order here, Coach. That, you know, we talked to Copperhead. That was a highlight of their season last year was sweeping Kenston High School. It is, I mean, it, it's, uh, again, to have, I remember when you were going for your third straight state championship back in 2015, and you talking about uh, just how it, it's almost unfair to a point to uh, those kids back in that 2015 season who did, by the way, go on and win that third, or actually their fourth straight state championship, but your third straight as a head coach. But do you sometimes feel sorry? Not sorry. That's the wrong choice of words. But what do you feel uh, towards your kids, especially the ones that are very familiar with the history, Coach? Well, I mean, it is. It, you, it's a good thing. Yeah. If it's channeled the right way, it's a, it's a really good thing because the expectations. But you, you want them to understand, too, along the way that we've got to celebrate small successes and we've got to, you know, embrace the – the, the journey, you know, like, because it's not always, uh, you know, like some people, you know, really it's, you know, it's, it's, you got to win the last game of the year. Or it's not, it's, 
you know, believe it's a failure. And, you know, you've got to, along the way, you've got to have your goals, but then you've got to celebrate the small things too to keep, um, you know, the road wins, the, you know, the, the wins in practice. You gotta, you gotta continue to, 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 to really embrace and, and, and celebrate those things because, you know, like the expectations are not going to change. They're, yeah. they're just not here. And, you got to embrace it. And I think that that's the, the hard part and you've got to, you know, talk about those things, but you don't, you don't make those the, the be all end all focus, uh, you know, every day. There's so many other things that are important that you've got to win. You got to win days and you got to win practices and you got to stack practices and along the way. And, you know, those things continue to build into, you know, meeting the expectations that, that, that have been put on this program. Um, that are you know that are for for players and coaches and, and really anybody you know you gotta you gotta embrace all that that voice you listen to is perry tindall he is our big interview and as you know our big interview brought to you every day here on the brian hank show by unc lenore Healthcare. Uh, thank you so much, Beverly Jenkins, UNC Lenore Healthcare, for being the title sponsor of our big interview. And we are short on time, so I, we, I've got a couple more big things I want to ask you, though. And number one is the conference. I mean, listen, Ken, I don't have to tell you this, and you know, Kenston has won the conference title every year since 2006. However, I keep hearing you're going to get a couple of good challenges this year. And I know I don't have to tell you this, but. I uh, haven't talked to Copperhead, haven't talked to the new South Nora coach and just people around. They're saying uh, that big challenge may be from Onslow County this year over at Southwest Onslow. How do you see the conference uh, shaping up and who are going to be the, the challengers for the, the conference title this year, coach? You know, like, Brian, that kind of goes back. I, You know, clearly that's, that's a goal of ours. And you know, they're, they're rightfully so. People, you know, talking about Southwest Onslow, um, they had a young team. They they uh, they kept a lot of young kids as freshmen that played. Um, you know, just a young pocket, and they were uh, they were tough last year. And they've got everybody back, and so I mean, they're playing really good basketball. Um, and so for sure, you, you you know that they're hungry. Any any group of kids who've stayed together for long enough, they and they chip away. Um, they, you know, they're, they're changing a mindset, um, and they have expectations and, and, and really beliefs that, that maybe they want to, they want to try and, and, and win this league. And so, you know, that's, uh, that's real. Um, but I know what I've got in my locker room and I know, um, I know that, that when that time comes, when conference, uh, time gets here, we're going to be, we're going to be a different team and, and I will, uh, I will go with my guys any any day of the week, any night. So I'm I'm we're excited about you know that we've got a lot of things to get better coming up with our non-conference uh, games and the challenges we have uh, before us. But you know when when conference time gets here, we're we're gonna we're gonna have to be locked in and be ready. Well, uh, like I said, we're up against a coach, and I apologize for that. But I did want to ask you about good guys versus cancer, and I hope you – I don't know. I know you're super busy. Don't know if you had a chance to hear uh, Coach Williams yesterday, but uh, Chad was just, as always, just so complimentary of you. I, I, the, the thing I liked the most that he said was, listen, Kinston is North Carolina basketball. He said when you go throughout the country, when you say North Carolina high school basketball – 
Kinston is the gold standard. And I just, it gave me goosebumps to hear somebody outside our little area say something like that. It was just awesome. But a big event. You've always been, uh, in what, in the previous four of these, uh, have been the uh, the last game of the entire thing. There's 21 games in good guys versus cancer this year, Coach. And uh, you guys are going to be the final game taking on first flight tomorrow night at approximately 9 o'clock. Uh, what, what does this trip mean to you personally and then what does it mean to your team and your program, Coach? Well, this is one of those uh, – it's a basketball trip, but it's a life trip, and it's the meaning behind it. When um, when I got the, the, the call when Chad uh, – when I talked to Chad and, and he told me about what had happened with his dad, it just hit me hard, you know, because both my parents are still living. And, and you know, you just – you stop and you think and you, you put yourself in Chad's shoes and what was going on for he and his family. and and how he just in a in a quick just thought he said I want to honor my dad and anything like that from a guy like Chad who's an unbelievable basketball coach but uh, an even better person himself also you just uh, there was never any question that we want to be a part of it and um, just to honor his his dad and and really um, to to just be be a part of that whole experience and how. He has just turned this thing into something just so so incredible, and there's never a doubt that we wanna we wanna be a part of it, and we look forward to being able to go up there. It's a cool trip for our team um, to to get on the bus and take a long trip and spend the night and play in a really cool environment against some a really good team. And I think that after the games, it's always just unique because you see that you take two different parts of the state and you just they're united by the game of basketball and, and it's um it's just a fun fun night it's something i'm very thankful for uh that chad has let us be a part of um and uh just that we can still honor uh guy williams um and all that that he was uh as a father and uh you know and 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 just a man uh, an incredible man and just to continue to honor him every year is just something that's, it's very unique and, and pretty uh, special. Well, very good. Well, listen, uh, Perry Tindall, head basketball coach at Kenston High School. Uh, well, we've run out of time. I wanted a, a scouting report on Rose, but we'll just have to wait and uh, see that game tonight. Listen, coach, uh, thank you so much. I know you've been going through you and your family, some, uh, some flu stuff and all that kind of stuff. And you personally, thank you for taking time. And I mean that sincerely. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us here this morning. Can't wait to see you. And it seems like it's been forever coach. Can't wait to, uh, yell out your name and all your players names tonight out at uh, Viking gymnasium. Uh, it's going to be a fun night tonight, isn't it? It is, man. I'm looking forward to seeing you back in here and just getting that environment that you create in here. We're just, uh, I'm excited. The guys are excited. Um, and yeah, I can't wait to see you in a little while. Thanks again for having me on this morning. Hey, coach, I appreciate you. We'll see you tonight, sir. All right. There Bye. you go. That's Perry Tindall. Let's get John and Jonathan in here. Let's celebrate the fourth anniversary of the show with them. And, uh, we'll come back and wrap up the Friday, December 1st edition of the Brian Hanks show right after that. Today is Friday. It's finally Friday, December the 1st in the year of our Lord 2023. Uh, December 1st, uh, what does that mean to you, John Dawson? 
He's tomorrow's the second, Brian. What does that mean more specifically? It means our check still hadn't shown up, Brian. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a four-year anniversary of the Brian Hanks show tomorrow. Oh. How about that? Oh, that's the, I, I remember that clearly. No microphones, no equipment. <laughs> yeah, it was a, At your place, we used to record it. What, for the first month, we recorded at your place, right? First few months. Yeah. 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 And then we moved into your dining room. <laughs> to my dining room. And then I finally cleaned the office out in here. Well, you sort of. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Linda and I cleaned the, uh, the office out in here. Why do you insist on including yourself? Linda cleaned out the <laughs> office in here, and uh, it became uh, the plush, well-lit, well-protected studio here on Whitehall Drive. You know, and people, the people that have been on this show over the last four years need to understand that whilst bringing this desk into the house, John and I left bits of our <laughs> knuckles. If you ever want to look for a, if we ever disappear and you need some DNA to give the dog to sniff, just tell him to go out there to the bricks at the front door. I like it. I like it. You got to admit, well, I got this, where did I, I got this desk at Consign Designs, which doesn't even exist anymore, I don't think, in downtown Kinston. And, uh, I mean, I think it was built in like 1905, 1906, this desk, but it also weighs 300 pounds. Seems excessive, Brian. Yeah. But my good friends, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey helped carry it in here for me. Yeah, I'm glad that was four years ago. Well, no, it was longer than that. When did you move in here? Uh, December, uh, you know, I need to look it up, but I think December 8th, 2015. Oh, well, yeah, you're right, which was eight years ago. Yeah. So we're looking. This is the math hour on WRNS. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think our backs could handle it now. Yeah. Uh, don't move again. Yeah, I'm not, dude. I plan on dying in this house, okay? Wait a minute, that didn't sound right. It's kind of what we were thinking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every time we walk in, it smells like it. <laughs> yeah, it probably wow. does. Hey. <laughs> Four years ago, John Dawson, and you and I talked about doing this show. Good Lord. I think six years. We, we've been, we planned this show for two years before it ever went on the air. Well, when I was talking about planning it, I was insisting on having microphones before we started. <laughs> well, we had microphones. When we... Phone. <laughs> microphone. Oh, microphone. That's and, right. And yeah. one headset, which somehow I ended up getting. Uh, well, because you're the deaf one in the group, well, so uh, yeah. Yeah, those first couple of shows were done like the Everly Brothers around around one microphone. If you ever want to go back and listen to it, there's you can. I do don't it. advise it. <laughs> no, you know that's what I ought to have done. Maybe that's what I'll do is go back and pull a couple of snippets would, from our very I, first show. I, and I, I I did the best I could to make them listenable, and it was still. Warfare. Trivia question: Who was our very first guest on uh, the Brian Hanks show? Not Brian North. North. Ding ding ding! Brian North and. Uh, uh, has been, I hold him for all the special shows. Now, we got the 1,000th show coming up, too. You know that, right? When does that air, uh, roughly? Uh, no, uh, if I don't miss another day, which, <laughs> you know, I've been taking days off here and there like yeah. they're candy. Yeah. That didn't make sense. But uh, I've been taking days off like they're clothes. How's that? Yeah, yeah. That Just good? tell me today, Brian. January the 12th. Okay. What else is January the 12th? Your birthday? The birthday of a great American. Guess what else is January the 12th? I'm being inducted into the George Whitfield Hall of Fame. You guys are coming, right? It's going to be in Goldsboro. Since you're putting us on the spot, on the air, and just mentioning <laughs> it for the first time, I'm going to have to get back to you. Is it really you. the first time I've mentioned it to <laughs> yes. you? I thought I had said well, No, you said you were getting inducted into a Hall of Fame before to us. You never said what it was or when it was. Yeah, the I just assumed it was the Bronies. 
no the george whitfield hall of fame on january the 12th 2024 at uh Goldsboro high school it's on a friday night that's a possibility yeah jonathan yeah. i can probably swing that that'll be awesome yeah maybe uh, we'll get mentioned well, I think he does all the uh, – well, yes, you do. Yes, you do, because I had to write a little bio. Can I read from you – read to you from my bio if I can find it? What did I do? Please right regale us with your diction. <laughs> Brian's don't do it. What? Keep rolling. Well, no, I'm, I'm pulling up my uh, my bio here that I wrote now, for you Coach you wanted Woodfield. to go third grade on me, though. I know You're you right, did. I did. <laughs> the final paragraph of my biography, my lifetime biography, along with John Dawson, Jonathan Massey, and Jason Bryant, he started the Brian Hank Show on WRNS AM in Kenston in December 2019. How about that? Eh? Eh? <laughs> Why are you giving me the John Dawson five... Side eyes and a second and a half. Through no fault of his own, it's going to get cut. Watch. (laughs) What do you mean? I'm saying it's not going to be your fault, but somehow that last paragraph is going to get nixed. Oh, I thought it was really cool. And (laughs) then I put on here the show currently airs on five stations in eastern North Carolina. Recently celebrated its 1000th episode because this is going to be read at the... uh, at the ceremony, which it'll be the day of the thousands episode, and was named Small Business of the Year for the 2023 by the Lenore County Chamber of Commerce. Well, you can't tell the life story of Brian Hanks without Joe Dawson and Jonathan Massey. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jonathan Massey spelled J O H N, and probably T H. Oh, I think so. It may be something like that. So, anyway, uh, so good. Uh, four years, oh, John Dawson. Mm. Four years we've been doing this. Yes. And they've not kept. What are they thinking at WRNS? You would have thought they'd have wisened up and kicked us off the air before now. They forgot. You think so? <laughs> they forgot. <laughs> That's good. Go ahead, John. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying not to create stuff I have to edit myself. <laughs> Jonathan Massey. Send a check. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Jonathan Massey, four years, dude. Four whole years. That's it? Like a big stick of butter. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I don't. Four years is kind of a weird milestone, isn't it? Like five years, that's, that's a big one. Yeah. You know, everything in fives. Speaking of, I can't turn my TV volume up in increments of anything other than five. <laughs> really? Yeah. I might have a little bit of the tism. What's the tism? Autism. Oh. Look, my sister's got it. I'm, yeah. I dodged it for the most part, but I think it nicked me a little bit going by. Oh, wow. Well. Why couldn't you have got the card counting part of tism, which we could have used in uh, Vegas a few weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah. Get him a few chicken fingers and count your money. <laughs> there you go. Oh, look at you going. Uh, uh, Rain Man. Rain Man. Hold me there. I like it. Okay. Uh, let us uh, get ready for the, again, four-year anniversary. You're right. That's kind of, I'm proud. We've been going four <laughs> years now, but uh, the big one, like I said, the one, if I don't miss any days of work, which, <laughs> God, that's going to be hard not to do. But uh, the 1,000th episode of this here radio program will be on Friday, January the 12th, 2024. I say we record it on a Friday night, get north here in person, and get you girls liquored up. Dude, that would be fun. It's my 55th birthday that day, too. Oh, my Lord. 55 shots. Are you uh, trying to kill me? 
Yeah, I know. Okay. Why don't we jump into this? Uh, John Dawson, you won the birthday game in the month of November. And who uh, sang it? And who sang it yesterday. So you, my friend, get to tell us about GoEco Office Automation. Jacques Passleg has been a uh, sponsor of this segment for a very long time, and he has good taste because, you know, most people with intelligence would love this segment, and Jacques is one of those people. And uh, you want to get some uh, office automation. You want to take your business and make it fly. If you don't, if you if you've wanted to start a business, but if you've been scared to start one, like Brian's for years has been wanting to start, you know, a, a amateur calligraphy club and, and monetize it, and he didn't know how to do it. But Jacques is uh, in the process of getting that off the ground for him. So I predict big things. Back to you, Brian. I like it, uh, Jacques Passley Goico. Jonathan Massey, I want to call Jacques Passleg right now. How would I do it? You pick up the phone and dial 252-252-286-286-53-53-54-54. Or you can go light up the jock signal on top of Brian's house. <laughs> the jock signal. That's pretty good. Now i got to get a jock signal. I like it. Eh, money well spent. There you go. And you know who could help you with that? Who? The fine folks at GoEco Office Automation. You're right about that. Doesn't he have a website or two? Yeah, he's got GoEcoNC.com. And what is GoEco.com? And while you're while you're on the interwebs, you might as well go to Bucklesberry.com. You might as well. That's right. Okay, uh, here on our fourth anniversary show, uh, let us uh, uh, get started here with uh, the birthday game. He's a lead guitarist and co-founder of this band. in hot there john dawson you don't know a little surprise we're not playing who sang it so uh there's no point there but who is it hold on i thought he was gonna start singing right here he's a lead guitarist guitarist park lincoln park yep he's a lead guitarist and co-founder of this band lincoln park it's don't know you're not a lincoln park fan no they play instruments. That's that's not the only prerequisite. The music they write has to be interesting and not cookie cutter. Okay, you think Lincoln Park is cookie cutter? Yeah, it has a thousand bands sound like this. We built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. This is what I've done by Lincoln Park, and who I'm talking about is Brad Delson. Brad. Delson over there, uh, John Dawson. I just I, I thought we had talked about Lincoln I've Park. I've used Delson shampoo before. Shampoo is the stuff you use to wash your hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Speaking of which, I'm glad you brought up hair. We've got a minute to talk about this. So I saw the picture of uh, me and my you know my beautiful mom and brother and my two beautiful sisters. We try to get a picture every time we're together. You know, we're getting older and all that. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a hat on, and I got to you see the great. old. I got to see the old hair. No, y'all are gonna get a kick out of this. So I saw the old hairline, yeah. and so I mentioned to Linda. I mentioned to Linda on the way back. I'm like, baby, why didn't you tell me I'm balding? And she said, bald. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get that for Linda. There you go. You're not bald. 
Uh, well, guess not. what I think I've decided I'm going to do after the first of the year? Don't Shave do anything head. stupid. Shave my head. You got plenty of hair up there. Yeah, but dude, it's all the way back in the middle of my skull, dude. I didn't realize it was this bad. Quit smiling so hard over there, Jonathan. You're going to go Lex Luthor? Look at Jonathan. He's not looked happier in three weeks than he does you right know why? now. Why? Well, who do you always make fun of because of their hairline? Uh, no. You're going to go Lex Luthor? Or you'd rather go Lex Luthor than have well, that? I'm thinking about having like a, just a little thin, you know, like half inch of hair on my head. You're putting too much. Uh, yeah, just shave the top, grow the back out, have a skullet. And look, you, that, that part, look at me, the part you've got sticking up, you could comb it down and it would cover some of that you're talking your about. your hair looks fine. If you're going to be concerned about anything, it's in the back. <laughs> Which I hadn't noticed before until you pulled it out a few months ago. You know, I'm losing hair back here in the back, too, John Dawson. You're 50. Every time the wife old. cuts my hair, uh, I ask, What? <laughs> every time the wife cuts my hair, I say, how's my coverage up there? I'm always okay. checking. Hey, you, the one thing you ain't ever got to worry about, yeah. Yeah. John Dawson, you look good, man. You you got a lot of hair. You uh, God bless you. Oh, see if you know this song better. This is In the End by Linkin Park. I bet you know I've this. I've heard this one. I don't care for it, but I've heard it. This one came out like, oh, it starts with 02, maybe? I think I'm going to look. 0102. I think I was in middle school. An, un- an unrhythmic rock band trying to be hip hop. Yeah, that's right up my alley. I don't buy the bub. They were a big thing when I was in middle school. When you were in middle school. So was Chlamydia. I don't like that either. <laughs> if I'd have said that, he would have had to cut it. He says in this. Uh, okay. Brad Delson of Lincoln Park. Let's get this over with here. What you got? 52. You say 52. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 50. It doesn't really matter. It's dry and robotic music. 53. Come on, Biff. Uh, he was born December the 1st, the year of the Lord, 1977. He's only 46. That's a shame. He was just 23 when this came out. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, that's usually how it works. Uh, blah, 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 Oh, my God. Okay. You leave one to nothing, John Dawson, but it goes to you, Jonathan Massey. Our next artist. 80s power ballad cheese. Pretty much. Whoever came up with that keyboard sound should be drugged through the streets. This is what I sing about you guys all the time, okay? Oh, is this Bette Midler? Song? You're my hero, whatever that is. Wind Beneath My Wings. John Dawson, she John take some Massey. gas X and cure that. <laughs> well, no, you are the wind beneath my wings, John. And Jonathan, you are the wind beneath my wings. Actually, I, it's I, that dog in there that we keep shut out of the studio. Yeah, I know we have. To. I was 100% the wind beneath something on the way back from New York. <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> Bette Midler, man. And what? A, and I liked her all right, but, man, when she was on Seinfeld, well, she was on there for one episode. Rochelle, Rochelle. What a great appearance. She's she's funny. Well, she started out as a, as a comedic yeah. Entity Barry Manilow was her musical director in the seventies. Before Didn't he I know got that. there, I tell you what, back in the day, she was a looker. Yeah. yeah, she was on Johnny Carson's penultimate show. Did a great, you know. Wait a minute. We built this city. Dude, no, don't. 
People have heard this song. I was singing this to you. That's why I was trying to stop you. I'm looking out for the listeners. Oh, dear God. And his Matt dreams Midler later. over there. Uh, <laughs> and his what? And his dreams later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bat uh, Midler over there, Jonathan Massey. How old is she today? Uh, I, I'm going to be so far off here. 80. You say 80. What do you say, John Dawson? 76. She was born December the 1st in the year of her Lord, 1945. I started to say 78. She's 78. Well, I didn't want to say 78 because <laughs> I was afraid there'd be a tie. You just tied it. I know. <laughs> I hate both of you. On our four-year oh, anniversary whoa. show. Whoa. Good job. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you got to be kidding me. So it's 1-0 to to 1. So we could have a tie situation here on the first day of December. By the way, you should have played her heard. awful version of Beast of Burden. That would have been hysterical. I don't know if I've heard that before. She has an awful it's, version. It's of even it. worse than the Stones version. Come on, man. I like the Stones, dude. I don't High praise. Yeah. Really? Now you got I want to hear it. There it is. He actually he thinks I made it up. I already hate it. Well, we can let this play underneath because our next one's not a musical hint. Okay. Can't believe one. Hold on. It's a little more manlier than this Mick Jagger's version. I can't believe that's. I can't believe that's Ben Medler. You know, okay. in the '70s, she made that movie *The Rose*, where she was basically playing Janis Joplin. You know who would do a good version of *Beast of Burden*? Sturgill Simpson. Mm, I don't true. know who Sturgill Simpson is. Kind of a Americana folk type. Yeah. Okay. Well, it would be one. an improvement. Well, uh, yeah. next up, uh, comedian Sarah Silverman. Mm. Fan? Some of it. She's uh, she's easy on the eyes, John Dawson. Yeah, she dated Jimmy Kimmel. For the longest for time. For a long time, yeah. And evidently they broke up, uh, and it was uh, it was a good breakup. I mean, you know how Seinfeld had a great breakup. It's been great dating you. Have a nice <laughs> life. She that was is. a cast member on SNL for what one mm-hmm. season? Yep. Uh, is it my guess? Yes, it is. Uh, Sil- Sarah Silverman. How old is she today over there, John Dawson? Fifty-three. Oh wow. How about that? She was born December the 1st, 1970. What were you going to say? 53. Were you really? Did you know? No, but it just felt right. Well, it felt right because she is. And you lead 2-0-1, to 0 to 1, John Dawson. We have two, two uh, dead individuals here to uh, finish. It would be a shame if Massey got these two. Throw it. Ah. <laughs> uh. Barry White. So close. Oh. oh, we're not playing who sang it, though. We're playing the well, birthday Well, you game. looked at me like I was. Yeah, oh, I figured you would know. Wait a minute. I just, I love how he started. You know this song, right? Is it uh, Lou Rawls? 
Indeed, Lou it Rawls. is Lou Rawls. The song? I kept thinking it was Can't Get Enough of Your Love, Babe, but I don't know what it is. You're not far off there. Hold on. Here we go. I love it. Hold on. Here we go. You'll never find oh, yeah. As long as you, as you Lou Rawls passed away in 2006. That dude had a classy voice. Yes, he did, man. They used to have a bit on David Letterman where Lou Rawls would just be sitting backstage, and the caption would be, it's better to have Lou Rawls than to not have Lou Rawls and need Lou Rawls. And he would just get up and wave and walk out. It was pretty funny. That's awesome. Lou Rawls uh, over there, Jonathan Massey. How Again, he passed away in 2006. So that was 17 years ago. Yep. Assuming he passed away before his birthday, I'm going to rounded up to 18. When did this come out? Uh, Roughly. 1976? Okay. On the album, I don't even expect you to know this. All Things in Time. He did some of the songs for the Garfield cartoon, I believe. <laughs> Good for him. Hey, what is it? Gig is a gig. A gig is a gig. So, 76 was 47 years The Beach years Music ago. crowd claimed Blue Rawls to an extent, too. Did this is really? considered beach music. You can, yeah. Huh. Not sure I see that, but eighty-seven. You say eighty-seven. What do you say, John Dawson? Eighty-eight. He was born. We will not have a tie today. Woo! He was born December the first, nineteen thirty-three. He'd be ninety today. Nine-zero. Mm. So you lead three to zero oh to one. I'm God, an idiot, as- by the way, because when I did my math, I got I, I had him at ninety-three. Okay. I was like, yeah, it seems too old. Let's go lower. I mean, it was too old, but still. You're not an idiot, Jonathan. You're a very, very You're smart Brian young Hanks man. You're Brian Hank's son. Exactly. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last one. If I said, I, I love I'm going to poll you guys. Oh, that sounds painful. <laughs> God. If I said, oh, you, you, you better yeah, know do it. you think. Uh, the greatest comedians of all time. And this is a dead person, so that kind of gives you a little Mount bit Mount Rushmore. Uh, he'd definitely be on the Mount Rushmore. Richard Pryor. Stop. Yeah. Richard Pryor's birthday is today. How about that, dude? I mean, it, and that's what you would have said, right? Get, well, Carlin or Pryor would be your first two. Yep. I give go. Carlin just a teeny tiny edge because he wrote everything. Pryor had some help from, uh, what's his face? Chris uh, Rock? No. Um, he was on a Chappelle show. Um, oh, um, he played the I, Nostradamus uh, character. Um, I know oh, who you're talking about. I do too. Paul Mooney. Yes. Yeah, Paul Mooney was his co-writer. On some Paul Mooney was pretty funny too. Paul Mooney stand up just funny as Richard Pryor. Uh, okay. Yeah. Richard Pryor over there, John Dawson. How uh, he now? He died in 2005, so he died 18 years ago. So how old would Richard Pryor be? If he were still alive today, I'm getting over my there. phone to do math. I think I know what year he was born. And I'm going to go ahead and have to spoil it for you. It, uh, Richard Pryor would be 83 today. He was born 1940. Uh, Dawson got that, or uh, anyway, Dawson wins today, three to one to one. Happy birthday to Rich Jarman. Happy birthday to Fred Van Winkle, who's celebrating a birthday today. Listen, thank you so much, dear listener. Four years in the books. We start on Monday's show. Our fifth year of the Brian Hanks Show. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.